All right, welcome back to Coffee Time with your host, ex Google, ex Facebook tech lead. Now, I did not just become a tech lead out of nowhere. And actually, in order to take a position as a leader, you need to have confidence. So here's a question. How do you gain confidence? Well, some people, they try to fake it until they make it in an effort to overcome this imposter syndrome. And I can tell you that sometimes it ends extremely poorly. And actually, here's a funny story. One time I was on the sailing trip with a group of people, and somehow this woman was appointed as the captain. However, she had failed our sailing classes multiple times, and she was just not very good at it. But throughout this trip, she became addicted to the sense of power and started barking orders at everybody. The wind began to pick up. The boat spun out of control. There was chaos everywhere. Everyone was mad at each other and by the end of the trip when we docked I told them that I would not be paying my share of the boat rental as a millionaire because I did not enjoy the trip and also because I'm a cheap prick and so in an effort to ensure that this type of situation doesn't occur to me again I wanted to spend some time to educate you guys about how to gain confidence like me and I know that some people say you have to fake it until you make it but usually those type of people end up just flailing their arms around they don't really know what they're doing other people say you have to earn it and put in the hard work. But that's not necessarily true either because you see a lot of nerds out there who have scrawny arms and they don't seem to have much confidence at all. You see, when I reflect on my experiences, I believe that there have been core turning points in my life that have shaped me into the type of person I am today that have really molded me. And so reflecting on these, I came up with five core turning points, really five key ingredients that I think are necessary to gain confidence. So I wanted to share them with you and see what you thought. So number one is overcoming your fear of failure because without that, then people are just too humiliated, too embarrassed to go out and try to do something. So for me, that core experience, and it's pretty funny, is actually a few years ago, I joined this dating pickup type of community and we got a group of 20 guys and we went to this mall. And within the span of two hours or so, we just approached every single woman in the mall. We code opened everybody and we all got rejected. It was pretty funny, actually. We invited everybody to join us for dinner at Chipotle's and at the end, it was only the guys who showed up. It was a 100% failure rate. But that really helped me become comfortable around failure seeing not only myself but all of the other people around me failing at the same time and each time we knew that we were improving and getting more comfortable with the process and learning a lot from it as well they say that failure is a better teacher than success all right moving on so the second core turning point for me has been building a foundation and the experience i reflect on a lot is the days when i would be tuning my database servers overnight and just trying to keep my servers online this was back in the facebook app days when my apps would be gaining hundreds of thousands of users a day and it was just through a lot of hard work and incredible stress that i was able to keep these servers online and i remember that i would have this program that would monitor my websites it would just ping it and every time i failed it would just issue a beep in the terminal and and many times at night, I would just wake up and hear this beeping sound and it would just freak me out because then I knew that my websites were down. And it's almost like waking up to the sound of gunfire at night. I think I probably had a little PTSD after that because sometimes I would just wake up and hear beeping sounds when there wasn't any. And anytime I heard a beep, I felt kind of like a panic attack. But this kind of training is kind of like the soldiers who go through very intense training. By the end of that experience, they'd have built up a solid foundation. And so when I encounter a stressful scenario or a bug, I reflect on those crazy nights where I would have to stay up all night working on server database maintenance in an area that I had no idea on, knowing that if I couldn't keep those servers online, that it would cost me probably a million dollars in lost income if my project went down. And so compared to that level of stress and having that much on the line, normal everyday scenarios don't face me so much anymore. Now there was another defining point for me where after that I feel like 
the course of my life kind of changed. And it was that I realized that nobody was coming to help me, that I was already in the lead. Back in high school, I used to always look to the other kids for help on my homework because I thought they were smart. I thought that they had the answers. When one day my brother told me, the other students are looking to me for help. I'm the one who's supposed to have the answers. And if I don't have it, then maybe nobody else does. And then I realized nobody's coming to save me. I had no one to rely on because I was already pretty much at the front and I had to do it myself if I wanted to continue progressing forward. And so many times I think that we look to other people for the answers in life, afraid to take the lead ourselves. But once you've overcome your fear of failure, once you've started building up your core foundations, then it's time to start taking the lead yourself because you've earned that. There's a quote by Steve Jobs that I like quite a bit. Everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. And you can change it, you can influence it. And so all of the students around me that I always thought were smarter than me, well, no, not necessarily. Now, I received one of the best lessons in my life when I was working on this course project on some animation software, and I had no clue how this animation software worked. And so I kept asking the senior classmate, what's the best way to model some character? Should I be using spheres, squares? Should I try to create a freeform mesh? How do I properly texture it? What type of shaders should I put on it? And the senior classmate just told me, he doesn't care, just get it done. Doesn't really matter how I do it, just get it done. And from that point, I was going through this huge tutorial book and I just threw the book out and started just playing with the software and trying to get it to work, trying to make it look like it worked. And that's really all there is to it. It doesn't need to be done the right way because the fact is there's not necessarily a right way to do anything. If it works, it works. And that's kind of the get it done attitude. And I can always go back and optimize later, rewrite code if I need to, redo certain portions of the project. And in fact, there's even some statistic that Google engineers will rewrite their entire code base every three to four years or so as they're making constant improvements. Although I'm not necessarily sure if that's true. And then for the last core turning point for me that made me so confident, maybe you can call it courage. There was this moment in my high school, I remember this hypnotist came in and he started hypnotizing kids in front of this huge auditorium and everybody sat there laughing. When at one moment he invited a girl on stage and then he made her do some pretty embarrassing things like he made her pretend that she was puking or something. And it was a very humiliating thing. And I was just sitting there thinking, this isn't right. Somebody's got to stop this. And I kept wanting to say something because I saw the injustice in that and everybody was laughing. And at the end of it, I remember people said that the girl was crying. And from that moment, I'd always been kind of kicking myself for not having had the courage to get up there and make a stand and take action. What happened was in my own silence, in my own inaction, I had become complicit to the action that the hypnotist was doing. And so you always take a side, whether that is through action or inaction. You know, throughout the days that I used to do a lot of photography, I was just an observer of the world. I watched other people living out their lives. But after a while, I grew tired of that. And I realized that I didn't want to just be an observer of the world, always behind the lens, watching other people doing things. But I wanted to take my place in the world as well. There's a huge difference between watching other people doing something and you actually being the one there doing it. I'll never forget back in elementary school, I knew the answer to a math problem. And so I told my friend, hey, here's the answer. And so that friend raised his hand, told the answer, and he got a special star sticker. And so later I told the teacher, yeah, but I was the one who knew the answer. And she told me, well, you had to be the one to raise your hand and answer it. You had to be the one to speak up. The thing is, if you don't speak, somebody will speak up for you. You see, we owe it to all of our teachers, our parents, and our mentors to reflect the beliefs that they have worked so hard to instill into us. It is a moral duty and responsibility for us to stand our ground and to speak our truths, whatever they may be. And when you understand that, then you'll realize that confidence is simply living the best version of yourself.
So that'll do for me. Please share this video with anybody you think needs to see it. Let me know your thoughts on how to gain confidence. Remember to give the video a like and subscribe. I really appreciate that. And I'll see you in the next one.